Okay. Hey guys. Good morning. How are we doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. You know, we, we just had a, a nice little conversation about uh, Dunkin' Coffee and the, you know, the quality of headphone conversations over microphone conversations, all while you were figuring your shit out. Uh, if only I could figure my shit out. Um, welcome, Molly. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. You know, Sunday morning. I have, a, I have had a very busy weekend. I have a very busy day still. So I'm like, I'm really grinding on the weekends. The grind doesn't stop. I mean, what's on the social calendar for, yeah. What do you have on the social calendar? Well, I have to, I'm starting a new job on Monday. Congrats. And thank you. I'll be the social media intern, still an intern for seasons which is the men's clothing rental company so yeah. I'm very very excited to start but I have these crazy roots so I'm gonna go get my hair colored today so that I look extra fresh for my first day and then meeting with a friend to talk about my zine which is coming I guess late summer instead of midsummer like I thought it would be and then I'm seeing Brandon Wardell at the Bell House this evening. So I have lots to do today still. How'd you get tickets to the, that show? I, I live like not that far from the Bell House. Mm -hmm. And I just, every time I feel like there's something like good going on there, it has been sold out for ever. Really? Yeah. Um, you just have to like, I would say follow your favorite comedians they'll post when the tickets go live. I don't know. I got, I got lucky. I literally saw that they went, this is like, it's embarrassing to be like a Brandon Wardell fan. I'll, let me just like admit that first <laughs> off. I'm not, I'm not pretending it's like a cool thing to like him, but I, unfortunately big fan. So I literally had just seen Stavros Halkias at the bell house. Like two days before and it was so good and I was like comedy's back like I love this shit bell house great you know great venue and so he posted and I was like fuck it I'm going again like I have to get these tickets so I just got them and me and my boyfriend are gonna go very excited that'll be fun I, I haven't yeah. been to the bell house in a really long time it's also like my favorite part about that venue and this is this is a funny thing but when I was like there's an, an NPR show that occasionally records there. And so every time I'm there, I like feel like I'm, I'm on an NPR show, even though it's definitely not. <laughs> uh, the, whatever, it's like some quiz game show they record there, but it's always Hell like yeah. live, live from the Bell House in Brooklyn, New York. It's a good venue. It's big. There's a bar in the venue and uh, in like the lobby of the venue. It's very good. Yep, there's like the taxi, uh, like warehouse across the street. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's an interesting area. Do you live in Gowanus? So I live in Park Slope. So it's, okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually more. Actually, the Bell House is maybe like a solid 10, 15 walk away, but it's it feels like yeah. close enough. Yeah, I'm closer to Prospect Park, like much closer. Okay. I don't. The geography of Brooklyn is like. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> So, so you're in Manhattan. What what part of the city are you in? I'm in the East Village. I've been living in the East Village for like I think this is my fourth year living here. 
So I went to school at FIT. I lived in the dorms and then me and my friends moved to the East Village. Just had to be closer to Abrasso and like the crackheads at Tompkins. I needed to be closer to a bar called Lucy's that was very, I'm sure it still is. And I don't want to blow her up, but it's, it's a lot of college kids there, if you know what I'm saying. So <laughs> it's okay. No one listens to this. The, uh, right. Yeah. The cop, I heard only cops listen to this podcast though. So <laughs> I just want to be very clear that it's just a lot of college kids. Um, so yeah, I, we would go there like every night and there was this other place that was like very happening at the time called sanatorium it was like it was basically like you know how there was all these parties being thrown at like russian samovar and like there was china chalet it was like one of those places that really had its moment like our freshman year and people would host parties there and there'd be like tattoos and like all this crazy stuff and we were like this is so cool so we'd go there a lot and we ended up moving down the street from it and then it was like so not cool right after we moved it we were like sucks you know but that's also like the like tale as old as time it's like you never go to the places in your neighborhood right yeah Yeah. I feel like you're always leaving you're like oh there's never anything cool in my neighborhood why is the cool stuff there um yeah no matter where you live like I used to live in Fort Greene and then I moved and now I feel like my girlfriend and I are always going back. We're like, oh, there's such good restaurants in Fort Greene. Like we're always walking over there and grabbing food. But I, I almost never ate at those places when I lived in the neighborhood. That's funny. Yeah. I like literally just moved around the corner from where I used to live. So I feel like on my plate, like I still go to the same laundry. It's like very, I'm keeping it in the family. So, which is nice. So how did, how was your experience at FIT? I know we have Keller, who is also uh, a, a recovering fashion student. Um, I'm curious, to, like I watched a lot of what Keller did firsthand and it seemed like a lot of agony and crying. And I'm wondering if it was, if you had a similar experience or if you actually got to enjoy uh, your education. So I was not a design student and I give Keller a lot of a lot of snaps, a lot of props for being a fashion design student. It's very hard no matter where you go. I think it's like super competitive. It gets kind of catty, I've heard. And like, you know, fashion design students, they work so damn hard and I give them so much credit. But Do they though? Do they really? Tell us, let us know. Um, and so I was an advertising and marketing student. FIT is a very good business school, which people kind of like, like anytime you tell somebody to go to FIT, they're like, oh my God, you make clothes. And I'm just like, no, I'm literally in a board <laughs> major. It's a business major. And at FIT, you get an associate's degree. So I got my associate's degree in advertising and marketing. And then for my bachelor's degree, I switched to cosmetics and fragrance marketing. So it was a lot of like product development and, you know, global merchandising and things like that, just all focused on beauty and, fa- and fragrance. Um, so I honestly had a great experience at fashion school. You know, I made a, was lucky to like make a lot of cool friends and meet a lot of cool people. And uh, my major, since it's really small, there's like a really great network and, you know, my teachers have gotten me jobs and it's been, it's been a good experience. I'm very lucky, but I know that's not everybody's experience at fashion school. Must so. be nice. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds yeah, great. You really sold me. I should go. You should go to FIT. Go to college for another four more years, I think. 
Well, it's funny you should mention that. I've been considering a master's, but not anywhere in this country. Um, but you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, not anywhere in this country. That's a yeah, absolutely, absolutely not. The goal is to just get out. Um, not unlike the movie. Um, so, what's up with this zine? Why did you start it? I started the zine last summer because I was living alone and bored all day every day it was just like tweeting nonstop. I still kind of do that um but the Black Lives Matter protests were going on and I was obviously so inspired by them and I wanted a way to help like I was like donating all my graduation money and I was like you know trying to do anything I could from my apartment and then I was like all right I gotta like make a project for myself feel like I'm doing something good and philanthropy has always been something that I've like really wanted to do in my life like famously I applied to NYU's Gallatin school with like the goal of doing something philanthropy related that didn't get in didn't get in which is fine sorry Um, for your loss no it's okay I feel like a I'm better off. Um, I, so I was like, all right, I'm going to start a zine. I had a friend who had done something similar to raise money for people who worked in like um, movie theaters. She was working at the Metrograph and she made this really great scene with all the, all these different people who worked at theaters around the city. And so, you know, I had a bunch of friends who were into beauty, uh, you know, reached out to them was like, Hey, I'm putting this together would you want to contribute? I think it could be really cool. And I didn't really have a theme. I didn't have like any direction. I was like, I'm just going to like find a font online. I'm going to download it and I'm going to make this thing. So I did it, sold for donations, any amount, and was able to raise a thousand dollars for Glitz, which is the, um, they help trans people of color, you know, find housing and they help them out. And so at the time they were doing a big, big raise to get like a building for themselves to help house people. And yeah, I was able to contribute a thousand dollars with the zine, which, you know, a thousand dollars for like raising money. I feel like is still small, but at the time, nothing ever feels like enough. Yeah. Nothing ever feels like enough, but, uh, I didn't even think I would make, my goal was $500. I was like, if I get $500, this would be so cool. But I was lucky to get a thousand. And then, um, I was like, I'm just going to keep doing this. And so I did it again in October and raised money for the Brain Tumor Foundation because I have a very close connection to that charity. Um, And then again in January, and I raised money for races, which is the, they help immigrants in Texas with their like DACA applications and paying for things like that and paying for lawyers. And then- So not racists- not I'm racist. Talking... No, okay. I didn't. R- I don't know. It's like R A I C E S. Yes, they're they're a great charity. So pretty much the them. the opposite of racists is what it sounds yes. like. Okay, cool. Literally, and then I did it again in March, I think, um, and donated money to Send Chinatown Love, which was giving money to businesses affected by COVID in Chinatown. All the restaurants that are, you know they fuel this city. So uh, that was really exciting. And I'm going to do it again in August. And I'm not really sure what I'm donating to yet. I sort of, I 
decided to just like wait until the last minute to decide because something just comes up you know it's like a new issue every day and like it's crazy so uh originally for last time I was going to donate money to the Boys and Girls Club of America because they do all those great summer camps and I went to camp growing up it was such an important thing for me so I was going to do that and then there was just the rise of AAPI hate and I was like I need to just focus the money there and that's what I did so I'm I'm gonna wait to decide until August but I'm excited that's amazing it's a really cool project too like I uh I've I've gotten a couple of them and I I feel like I don't know it's just really fun that you you've also made it digital um yeah which is is really fun I mean I I would have I feel like people share, I feel like people just like send them to their friends, which I, which I'm like, okay with at first I was like, it's exactly what I did. They're going to get it, but like, it's okay. And like, this is fine. And then my last one was on Google drive. So it was literally just a link. And if you had it, you could, you could read it. And I'm the throwing fits boys were in it, which I was very lucky to have them, but I'm pretty sure it ended up on their Reddit. Like there's just no way it didn't. So (laughs) yeah their fan their fans are insane um like it's i got down that rabbit hole at one point and it was just like so dark and i'm like you guys don't leave your houses ever like you know what it's kind of scary i think they're cool i i think the throwing fits family is very cool i think they have james and lawrence are so great they're so funny they have like 10,000 interns who are all very nice to me. Very great. I actually got my new job through one you, of them. Because you're tied, you're tied in with them, right? Like you, you have a connection somehow. With, direct, like James what? and Lawrence. Yeah, I know James and Lawrence. I've known them for a while, just like through the internet. I've known James for a while. And then I met Lawrence like within the past year. And then I know Chuck. like I literally know them all so it's it's been there's only one of them I haven't met I have to complete the infinity stones of throwing fits interns but then you shall be invincible exactly so shout out to them they're all super helpful I mean huge props to them for building what they've built because it's kind of crazy um their fans scare me but on the other side like there's the cool ones that you meet as well like I distinctly remember one time I was in the airport in New York going back to Savannah and I'm at my gate and I'm like downloading an episode to listen to on my flight. And the guy next to me like taps me and I like take my headphones off and he's like, you listen to the podcast? And I was like, yeah. Obviously. I love that. I love and he that. was like, dude, it's like my favorite show. And I was like, cool, man. Nice to meet you. And it was just this like really like oddly wholesome thing that I did not expect to happen at like yeah, I think 7 30 p.m. at LaGuardia. <laughs> I think the fans are definitely like a little there's like the like the freak situation there, but wholesome is a good way to put it. I think they're all just like happy to make friends that are into the same things as them, which is nice. It's like they found a way to make like cocaine podcasting wholesome, um, which I respect. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so something that's been on my mind um, since we decided you were coming on is the rise of 
I guess, general like beauty and uh, self care, skin care, whatever you want to call it for fellas. Um, shout out the fellas. Shout out my fellas out there. And not, um, it's not so much like, uh, like straight guys are going to think it like makes them less straight or so. Cause you know, straight men are weird. No offense, Garrett. Um, I'm taking, but it's like, it's well, well-deserved uh, criticism of, of but it's like becoming more commonplace, obviously, like not necessarily so much like where I am here in the armpit of America, but like in more civilized places, it's definitely more common. And um, I think that's very interesting. And also, I'm fairly uneducated when it comes to all of this stuff. Um, so what are your like general like do's and don'ts for like how I'm trying to look, you know? like Okay, well, I think with skincare in particular, it's super hard to give recommendations because people's skin is just so different. Like everybody has a different makeup. There's so much science that goes into skincare that goes as deep as literally the first layer of skin. And I think people need to like, just accept that and just know that like, it's a lot of trial and error. And I would say with skincare, there's so many good brands at the drugstore level that even at Target, if you have a Target near you, go to Target, look around. They have amazing brands. One that I highly recommend that's super cheap is this brand called Versid. And they they make basically a lot of like ripoffs of other skincare products that are more expensive for like $8, $20 max. And it is great product. They are very focused on sustainability, which in the skincare world is becoming major. And it's like so important. Um, and I definitely suggest supporting brands that do have sustainability as like a key pillar in their branding, just because the beauty industry contributes to so much waste in this country mm-hmm. from your shower products to your hand soap. I think it's just something you need to think about. You know, I su- like just to, go on my soapbox about this like buy refillable whenever you can I think refillable is basically like our one hope because there's basically no way to make a sustainable packaging for anything whether it's like your Clorox wipes or your shampoo it's just like impossible so if you can buy anything refillable do it um but yeah a lot of brands also have recycling programs so you should go on their website and see if they do like a like a mailback program where you can mail your empties to there's a company called Tarcycle that's basically like the big player in this and they'll recycle the products for you. I really suggest doing that. Um, but yeah, start at the drugstore level. Don't spend a lot of money. It's not nah, nah, worth nah. it. <laughs> I want the high I want high dollar shit. I want I say start at I the lower the level and then look at the ingredients that are in your lower lower level product, the key ingredients that they push. So like anti-acne products will most likely have like a salicylic acid in them. You could find a high-end salicylic acid or you could literally get like the drugstore Neutrogena version of it. And it's, it's just as good. Um, there are a few brands that are like clean and that they don't use a lot of chemicals if that's important to you. I mean, I personally think chemicals are fine and there's I, I love chemicals. chemicals. There's really good for you chemicals, I promise, out there. Um, But if you're looking for a clean, more expensive brand, I really like Drunk Elephant. I think their products are amazing, but they are really expensive. Um, 
and then there's like your mid ranges, like your glossiers and things like that, which are, you know, I'm a, I'm a glossier ass bitch. And like, I <laughs> can shamefully think they have good products. So it's the supreme of skincare. It is. Uh, that- the, it is like, it, it's crazy. So, you know, I would, hell yeah. I would just like find, find cheap products, look at what's in them, look at what works for your skin research them birdie.com is like a beauty like a beauty like blog website they have a lot of good articles on just ingredients and like what products have these ingredients why do these work what kinds of skin are they good for so definitely try that um so that's my like little tip on starting out in skincare and then as far as makeup I think men should be wearing makeup it's about freaking time like don't be embarrassed about it. Another shout out to another great Glossier product, but Glossier skin. This is uh, targeted at me. <laughs> yeah, bitch. You're, Are you targeting me? Bitch, yeah. cover up. Your skin looks like shit. Just kidding. You have, <laughs> skin. You have stunning ass. skin. Um, but go get get yourself a skin That's tint. What I get yourself a concealer. Uh, you know, don't buy from Hims. It's fuck Hims out here. And um. Yeah, that's my that's my men's beauty rant. Plus, the the, I just want to give a quick shout out to my life partner for um, making my skin beautiful. She's just she buys me products and I use them, uh, so I can take zero. Yeah, the other skincare tip is just get a girlfriend. That's my other skincare tip is get a girlfriend or a boyfriend and let them let them figure it out for you. It's the other good thing you can do. See, I actually so this is. there's a lot of layers to, to my next point, but it's uh, firstly, um, Here we go. Molly, m- much like you, I am, I, I reluctantly uh, am, am a, a big, big fan of, I think, a, I don't know, a place in big skincare that, that has a, a following. Um, and I'll, I'll just say this, this, this is the second apartment I've lived in that is on the same block as an ASOP. And it's not, it's not coincidence. No, it is not. Um, but my girlfriend, much like you, is also big. Like, just get whatever is at Target. Like, it's the same ingredient. For me, a lot of times, especially when it comes to sunscreen, which is also where I'm going next, uh, I just cannot stand the smell of okay. like, that chemical. So I was like, you know what? Aesop has a sunscreen. We're about to, like, go to Maine for a week, be outside a good bit. It's like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to get some Aesop sunscreen for this because if I'm actually going to be wearing this every day, which I probably should anyways, but I was like, I'll get it. It's the same scent that I love in my typical moisturizer. And so get to Maine and I, I, I I put it on for the first time. Horrific breakout. Like, and the, the saddest part is I feel like the week before I was talking about, I was like, we were talking about like breakouts. And so I was like, "Uh, I'm so lucky. I don't think I've had one in years. Like this is bygone. And it has like plagued me. Like, I don't, I don't know what it did. It fucked up my skin so bad. Can I tell you, can I, can I pop off for a minute? Yeah, go for it. I fucking am anti-ASOP. I think their soaps, their hand soap smells great. Other than that, it's fucked them for, for this girl. I think that there is like this whole market of, and you know, I don't think it, it's true of these like natural skincare brands. And what they do is they use obviously ingredients from, you know, plants, fruits, whatever, which is great. 
But the problem with using natural ingredients like that, that are actually from the earth is that they're allergens. So like, if you're allergic to anything in it and you may not know because it's like some obscure plant, you're going to react to it terribly. The other thing is that with sunscreen, it is clogging. So like what they probably use is a mineral sunscreen because that's like safer for the planet. Chemical sunscreens are bad for the ocean. And that's why a lot of these like natural skincare companies don't like using them. It's really bad for the ocean, bad for fish, bad for the plants. So something like a mineral sunscreen is heavy. It's so thick and I've tried them and I hate them. I, I just, I don't use them because they, my skin is really sensitive to stuff like that. So I would say, unfortunately, if you're going to wear sunscreen like every day, which you should be because it really helps with aging, um, go for something chemical. There's a brand I really like that's out of Australia called um, Humans, Everyday Humans. They have a really great chemical sunscreen that has hyaluronic acid in it. So it's like you plump right up, you're glowing. It's great. I highly suggest. But again, Neutrogena from Target, get a sunscreen. So easy and cheap and it's so good for you. I know. I really should have gone that route. Like that's like she, we she went got that like for herself and then it's like you did you did this to yourself. Uh you yeah, paid $75. Well, I I do. I have been I used I have been ASAP pilled for a while. I'm recovering. I used to be like the full the full spectrum of product like yeah. everything was was there now I'm down to just like the one moisturizer that works really really well and I've used for years so it's like okay fine. I'm trying to get yeah but okay. I have I've gotten off of that I do really like I guess this is maybe more like mid-tier but I love Kiehl's I feel like I like Kiehl's too I think Kiehl's is great cool packaging you know classic classic skincare I think it's like really good Wait, we should each walk through our routines and I'll go last because I don't really have one. I feel like I'm, I'm you know, discovering, rediscovering, I think, skincare. I'm, I'm kind of in a twisted place with it. I, I've just felt really betrayed by this ASOP experience and it's like thrown me for a whirl. I'm like testing new products left and right to like try to recover. Um, but. Okay, should I go first? It looks like Keller might be muted again. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so I've been in a weird, I've been also in kind of a limbo with my skincare routine because I was like moving and I wasn't really doing it. And then I'm like trying to get back on my grind, but I've been kind of off it. But uh, I have like a thousand face washes in my apartment because I was working for a woman who was starting a skincare brand. And so she would just like get gifted all these like skincare products from her friends in the industry and she would just like give me whatever I wanted so I have like a bunch in rotation right now so like I'm pretty not cleanser loyal um moisturizer is Glossier priming moisturizer in the winter it's the rich version in the summer it's the regular version um I'll do before that I should say do serum usually uh drunk elephant has great ones Glossier has pretty decent ones. Versed basically makes like ripoffs of all those Glossier ones. And then for the skincare brand that I was working for, I really can't say anything about it, but the serum was really good. So 
been using the test the like lab samples of that and loving it and hopefully I'll she'll still send me them because I, I ran out and I'm so upset um and then sunscreen either that everyday humans one and then when I ran out I got the just a Neutrogena like spray on one um that was probably like eight bucks and it's just easy and I like it it also yeah. leaves me with a nice little glow yeah that's my it's my day routine and then at night it's the same thing just like no sunscreen I, I so, feel like yeah Keller what what about you 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 said that your your uh your life partner has helped you uh you know glow up in your words recently so it was like when we started seeing each other seriously she was like all right like we're going to Ulta and I got a fuck up <laughs> bag on, on your skin because like I can't be seen out here with you having like less than decent skin and I'm like all right cool so I've got uh, a cleanser from Murad and I also use their toner. I have a day serum from like Peter, Paul and Mary, or I, I forget the, the Roth. Peter, Peter Thomas Roth. Yeah. Peter him. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not leaving on a jet plane. Um, and then I have the Murad moisturizer with SPF in it and an eye cream that I, I think it's also Murad. And then um, nighttime, I have, uh, I use the same cleanser. And then I have a night retinal serum from, uh, I think also Peter, Paul and Mary. And then I have like a night cream from Murad. And then it's like a moisturizer kind of general once over. And then I can't, I think I have something else. I'm, Oh, I use a, uh, a hydrolauric acid from uh, The Ordinary. Every day? I mean, it depends. Usually just when I use toner, which is like three or four times a week. Wow, that's... I, I'm, I'm about to come in with the most, like, I think stereotypical straight guy uh, routine. A bar of Irish spring soap <laughs> that was just between my ass cheeks. No, a bar soap is horrible, actually. You know, I will contribute to plastic waste so long as it means not having to use bar soap. And um, that's okay. And yeah. That's okay. I love chasing it around the shower. I don't know about you guys. I have, I have used the same Kiehl's cleanser for like close to a decade now. And I hate the name, but it is so good. It's called Facial Fuel, which yeah. is like... But it's it's amazing. Hell also, yeah. it has caffeine and menthol in the cleanser, so it's like coffee. And that is kind of twisted, honestly. Yeah, that's like, fucked up. Not the caffeine. Caffeine's like pretty common, but menthol is like nuts. It's probably a very small amount, and probably just to like make your skin tingle. But I, I don't know. It's a little twisted. Biden's I coming like- for that next. Be careful, man. <laughs> Wait, did he actually succeed on that? You're going to start menthol? smoking your facial fuel. You're going to start smoking your menthol. Bro, cleanser. bag that shit up and bag that shit up and sell it, dog. Come on. Dry it and then like <laughs> shave it into like little sprinkles. So I used to work at this, uh, like, I guess it was like kind of skincare. It was more like general, I don't know. It was this really cool company called Prospector Co. And they are based in upstate now, but they used to be based in Savannah. I Rest worked there when- peace. Yeah, that great store. Um, actually, I still buy their candles sometimes, which is really funny. And the owner just 
I haven't like talked to this guy in, in years and he randomly like commented on it in an old post of mine, like the, the hands up emoji felt weird. But um, anyways, they, they, we had like a, an aftershave that they sold that actually smelled amazing, but had like a ton of menthol in there. And people would always ask like what menthol is. So one day he came in with just like a straight up, like in a mason jar, like a giant crystal of pure menthol. Uh, and so whenever people would ask, we would just pull it out and like invite them to, to like, puff the menthol. And it really does like make you like a little bit of like a head high. And also just you start like crying. It's so intense. But um, that's yeah. probably dangerous. I don't know if he should have done that. I don't know. But yeah, people would be like, what's menthol? That's a gateway drug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we just huff, like encourage people to come puff menthol. But um. Yeah, that. So I use I use menthol on my face every day. Um, I recently got this like beard wash that is like essential oil, uh, and like I think it's actually just just like oils and maybe like a little bit of like vegetable soap. Um, but it's really good. It is like finally the one thing that like I was using. I don't know. It was like back and forth. I tried like washing the skin underneath and then it would like destroy the hair and then i was like oh i'll like use like a good quality shampoo but then that would like destroy the face so i finally found something that works because i'm allergic to almonds and like everything in the market has almond like oil oh really that sucks i know because it's like oh almonds people like notice and it's like good for you or whatever like the oil's good for your skin so took a while found one and then yeah as previously noted i've used the uh asap camellia nut moisturizer and then um either for beard oil i'll like there's this one i honestly don't know what it's called i get it at my barber and it has like insane packaging but it smells really good um or like if i'm out of that uh my girlfriend won like the giant bottle of everyday oil in some contest so I'll, I will just use that because she never uses it. But um, that, that's the routine. Pretty, pretty streamlined. I feel like it's not, it's not so average. It's not so typical. There's menthol in it. I mean, like, whatever. <laughs> True. Uh, Damn, I, you, are so being, you are being very polite right now. No, I think that's a good one. <laughs> literally, the best skincare routine is the one that works for you. Okay. That is a great, a great point. You know, I, I still feel like something isn't working. That's why I am like stealing her scrubs. Like actually the patches are amazing, by the way. I don't know if you all ever use like the spot patches. They're so are, good. They're insane. I, I am like, they're I ne- magic. Yes. The best product. I want to buy the ones that are shaped like stars. They're, those are my favorite personally <laughs> because they're fun. Exactly. What are they called? I'm no. gonna buy them now. Starface. Starface. They come in an AirPods case. Oh, they come in a little AirPod case. Yeah. Um, so many, uh, so much single-use plastic uh, for. Yeah, fuck the earth, bro. It is kind of single-use plastic, but when you buy refills, you don't have to buy like another case. So it's All not right. that bad. Like I said, refill. Buy them when you can. That's why I only use whey shampoo for the refills and conditioner and butt cleanser. Good for you. That's I know. I, ne- I needed that affirmation. That's why I said that. 
there's a new uh, so uh, there's this new refillable soap store that like opened uh, like on our block a, a few a few doors down from Aesop. You and, really do live in Brooklyn, wow. <laughs> and um, we were, you know, doing the nightly, just like look at rent, like what is what is Instagram selected as like a reel on a on the Discover page. And there was like this one, and it was like my, it was like a tour of my store, and it was like <laughs> like fifty thousand views, like, and we realized it was like the store down the street, which was so weird. We had like never gone in. I mean, it's only been open like a month, but we had just, it's, it seems like very popular. Support which I think local is businesses, promising. okay? That's fucked up. Just kidding. I was just too busy, you know, took too much time at the ASOP. We're also reeling. There used to be a great uh, boutique that was like in that space, but then she moved to California. Closer, so. I all do. Seems like the move. She had family there. And no other some other air quotes. Actually, this store looks really really nice. I should maybe I'll check it out after this if they're open. Because Brooklyn people love to sleep in. They love their sleep. Do you love your sleep, Garrett? Because I feel like you 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 like don't sleep. You're up at the ass crack of dawn. I don't understand. From time to time, you know. I think actually a big part of it is my girlfriend is a very early riser. So like this morning, like Sunday morning, you know, class like this, it's, it's like stereotypical for doing nothing. And I like wake up and I, I look and she's like working out like at the foot of the bed. That is <laughs> this is like 630, like headphones in, like I had no idea. I was like, what is going on? Um, but I think that has influenced me. Also, like I've never really liked having thick like blackout curtains like it feels kind of sad me too yeah okay come for me again (laughs) i mean don't you want to wake with the circadian rhythms of the earth killer no garrett i do not i want to bend the earth to my will i want to be magneto i want to bend everything to my will and i want to be omnipotent which is why i live in contradiction to the earth and rise at noon and fall asleep at 6 30 in the morning what is magneto uh he's an ex uh, a, a former x-man turned villain in the x-men universe molly did you know this i knew he was a superhero or superhero adjacent figure but i So more importantly, he's played by originally Sir Ian McKellen, and then his younger version is played by Michael Fassbender, two incredibly gorgeous men uh, with whom I would love to have relations. So um, they hooked me. They really knew how to get me. Um, But yeah, man, I mean, look, here's my real aversion to circadian rhythms is that, look, I'm not saying I'm ungrateful. But my parents sent me to rehab when I was 17. Did I need it? Absolutely. Did I need that rehab to be a wilderness program in the woods of North Carolina? No. Okay, Paris Hilton. Oh, God. Um, Dog, that shit, I'm never camping again. And I will abide by that. Like, it could be... You're not very nature. You're not nature. You're like... Thank you. That's actually a very nice compliment. Real bathroom shower you're not nature without compromise 
Yeah. No, same, yeah. by the way. Honestly, same. I have no desire to go, like, tough it out. Fuck that. Like, I mentioned we were in the at, in Maine and outside, but we came back to a, you know, boutique hotel every day of that trip. There's There was no other way to experience uh, the outdoors. Do you get free hotel stays to, like, write about them for your newsletter? Has uh, that no, happened yet? Not at all. Actually, I don't... Everyone that like seems to know things about the industry asks asks us questions like this and i feel like we probably should be more intentional (laughs) about things like that but yeah we truly have there's no benefit we have gotten free things like free product occasionally like um we get recessed from time to time like okay which is okay you're chill you're very chill (laughs) yeah you know they curated they curated a feeling (laughs) They, they can't they can't a feeling they bottled the mood um yeah, recess is actually very good. But the first time we got it, we were, we'd like gotten it and then we were moving. Um, and then it was like, you know how you're moving? There's just like that one thing that won't fit. And they had sent us like three or four cases and they were just like, we oh, had no. gone, we had gone through like a good, good amount. And so we we're just like, how oh, that one case won't fit. Like my girlfriend's old roommate, we we're like, we'll leave it for her. Um, she can like have this. And then later, like a few weeks later, we were like, damn, like, it's in that recess like we want some i did not realize how like how expensive it was like a case is like 65 dollars for 12 cans yeah i definitely paid for a can of it and it was like 10 dollars. and i was like all right i don't i I need cbd seltzer i don't even really drink seltzer i'm not like a seltzer head seltzer is great recess sent us some stuff recently that actually doesn't even have the cbd anymore lit yeah better yeah it's like just good seltzer um but keller is a big seltzer head actually well i don't know would you call it seltzer or is it more are you more of a mineral water look man i like anything that looks expensive um but like honestly i love a good old-fashioned la croix pamplemousse or original like the pure clear clean flavor yeah pure yeah pura vida uh and you know perrier or topo chico for that hard sparkle pellegrino when i have to uh mountain valley when i'm feeling rich you know there's just so many options like i love it it's a lifestyle and you know a lot of people try to say that it's not as hydrating as normal water and like if it sparkles it's not hydrating yeah you know and to that i say fuck you do a a quick little google search and you will see that it's just as hydrating as normal water and for someone who eats like shit like me it helps me digest all the nasty food i eat so i win yeah to answer your question yes big seltzer head the founder of ugly seltzer follows me on instagram like the founder and then also like the ugly seltzer account really trying to get them to send me beverages but i've got nothing what is this what is this company i've never heard of it it's just like a seltzer yeah if you saw the packaging you'd recognize it i just like i'm like why follow me if you're not going to send me free stuff that's like per so so my girlfriend actually gets more free stuff than like through herself and the newsletter because she she's a really talented like interior stylist and uh people love her stuff but what she does is like when brands like that follow her she'll just like like the second they follow her she'll just like dm them and be like uh hey want to want to work together and it like 
sometimes has manifested in like some freelance stuff for her but like most right. often they'll just like send her a thing so you should shoot your shot molly maybe i should i literally fire love, off that dm I love free stuff I, the thing is i love free stuff that's like you know who among us doesn't so maybe i should i finally got a parade dm so that's been like oh my god huge for wow. me you they will it. send you she is a she is a parade influencer as well and they will just send you underwear like forever you don't even she doesn't even post about it yeah i think like once you're on their like list they're just like here you go like i've seen a lot of people get that and i'm just i'm like finally it's my time i've been doing this like downtown girl thing you know for god knows how long it's like Thank God, you know, finally getting yeah, recognized for my for my achievements, for my lifetime achievement award of living you, downtown. Congratulations. You deserve this free uh neoprene underwear. It's you know. I yeah. Yeah. It's been a long time coming. But no, but seriously, Molly, you will get like like it's kind of to the point where she's like, I I'm I don't need it anymore. <laughs> like, I think like, I'll what? just give it to friends. Like if it's like colors or like cuts I don't like, I'm just gonna be like literally take this. I don't want it like I but also I again love free stuff like I'm very excited to get my first package who doesn't love free stuff though let's be real like everybody loves free shit speaking of parade it's kind of crazy they've only existed for like a year like I feel like they've become they they just are like such a good example of throwing all of your budget into marketing and it working out somehow yeah, like influencer marketing. They literally, I remember when Parade came out, it was like literally every bitch had Parade. And for a while, they would like literally send me codes to get like free underwear all the time, but not like on like a PR list situation. Uh-huh. Um, so I would buy it when I could get it for free. And then they stopped because like now they've been around long enough, but they were really giving out. They were just giving it out all the time well and you know the the person who started it she has like another really cool company that like makes these amazing tables it's called wiggle room yes yeah Yeah. it's like feels like a person who just knows so like i don't know she just has her finger on on the pulse of instagram very well i'm like yeah why do i want everything that this person (laughs) makes Whoever's Do you doing- want parade underwear, parade men's? He That's does, what yes. needs to come. Uh, yeah, wait, what would what would be, would they like do one of those terrible like Kim's branding? Like that's the other thing. Like I kind of Jesus. hate this masculine, like the way stuff is marketed towards men at times. Like cactus penis culture? Yes. Precisely. Yeah, Precisely. I- this is another thing I could pop off about. So it's yeah, I, it's like that. Do you want this nine in one shampoo that can put motor oil in your car and condition your pubic hair all at the same fucking time? And you can also clean your floors with it. Yeah. Like I'd rather not. Yeah, I used to work for a sex toy company and we would have a very hard time. Shout out to Unbound, I'll say their name. Shout out to Unbound, amazing products, amazing people. Um we were not allowed to advertise publicly ever so like not on subways not on billboards nothing it was actually like a whole thing you can google it and so when the hymns ads came out they were so phallic and so obviously like showing sex organs and things like that this is a penis 
literally it was like do you want your penis to be sad cactus or happy cactus <laughs> like it was so bad and it would say like erectile dysfunction like on the subway and so we protested we did a lot of like uh like marketing around that approve not approved.com it might still be up there's like they show you know our ads that were not approved versus like the hymns ads and it's very it's just a little interesting that's why i'm fuck hymns yeah i remember actually seeing like an article about that like maybe it was like i don't but i remember comparing like it was like comparing the two and like one is like when you said cactus penis i could like so instantly remember because it was like a big like petition against like the mta right Mm mm-hmm yeah yeah because there's there's like one company that does all of the billboards and like subway advertising in the city it's just one company and so they they like instantly rejected everything and facebook and instagram do it too they've gotten a little bit better but it's hard it's crazy yeah but yeah it, it really is just like this such a specific I don't know maybe those are the people like that are spending money i i guess there's like i assume there's logic behind it but it always just has felt weird like oh there's logic behind it come down to myrtle beach and you can see exactly who they're advertising to baby i'm like yeah it's like i wonder because you know we all kind of live in that bubble of like you know who we follow on instagram and who we see in our like day-to-day lives and then like i go to like anywhere here and i'm like oh yeah (laughs) you guys are out here and uh this has been like a recurring theme in my life over the last year i mean i think there are uh, people like that in new york too i think i think new york is just like a city of weird niches it's like you see you know they're like the finance bros right it's like oh they buy that shit 100 percent. they love that shit and for a bunch of you would think you know for a bunch of guys who really need to get laid they wouldn't hate women so much, but you know, that's another day and another cup of coffee. Another cup of Duncan. Another cup of Duncan. Wait, so you mentioned at the top of this, uh, we weren't unfortunately recording quite yet that, um, is it vanilla Duncan that you're drinking? Yes, I get vanilla with the, the I get co- like just iced coffee, not cold brew, regular iced coffee with shots of vanilla vanilla shots not the swirl the swirl is the milky kind the shot is the sugar-free like chemicals that your coffee looks black still so i only drink black coffee but i do at duncan get the vanilla shot wow and you said you used to be into coffee before right yeah i mean like i still love like a fancy cup you know a nine suit espresso a la colombe a counterculture even, you know, I love, I love a fancy coffee, but. You're talking to the biggest coffee snob I know. Just I'm, I'm not that bad. I like you're a, that, you're that I bad, like a chocolatey coffee, not an acidic coffee. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, we are, we're on opposite end. I really, I, I like want the coffee to hurt. Yes. Uh, okay. It needs to hurt or else it's not working. But, but not in like a, this is like like I want it to be like fruity like I almost want it yeah to taste like weird which is perfect for like living in New York but it's actually makes it difficult when I leave the city sometimes to find coffee that I like yeah 
but good for you. I think the acidic thing, it's, it's definitely easier to find something you like. Do you like I mean, cold brew? Do you like cold brewed coffee? Yes. I do. Yeah, Keller okay. well, Keller used to go every morning. Okay. I'm just going to out this. Okay. So Molly, Kelly and I used to live together. And every day, <sighs> Keller would go to this coffee shop near us that had, that had great coffee. And Keller would get not a, not a large cold, not a small cold brew, but a large, which this is. So it was a craft coffee shop, but still in the South. So like a large is like 24 ounces. Hell yeah. And then, and then he would drink like a couple sips and then just leave it. Like that was it. I do that. I do that too. Like I got a medium Duncan today, but I was on large for a long time. And, and I think the Duncan large is a proper 32 ounce. Never finished it ever. Sometimes 32 it's nice to have it around. My God. Yeah. Fuck you, Bloomberg. Um, <laughs> it's not <okay>. a set. <laughs> Whatever. Um, <laughs> and to that point, Garrett, I would say that was mostly true. Um, but I don't know why, but when you moved out, that got a lot better. Um, you started finishing coffee? Yeah. And I think it was because I needed it more as school got more intense. I just needed more. And then I was just like days away from figuring out ways of just like getting it into me, like intravenously, just like setting up a little tap at the house or something. Um, My solution to that since moving home has been I buy the chameleon concentrate cold brew and I don't dilute it. Um, And uh it gets the job done. I'll tell you that much. The guy at uh, the fresh market here, every time I buy more of it, I'm in there like probably twice a week re-upping. He's like, man, you go through this shit a lot. And I'm like, yeah, I don't dilute it, bro. I just drink it straight. He was like, are you serious? I'm like, hell yeah, brother. Uh, he, he was just like shocked that I'm not diluting this stuff. He's like, dude, I wouldn't sleep for days. And I'm like, I, I fall asleep way, way too easily. Um, I'm scared. At this point, I'm really scared to stop. And um like my mom, she drinks a lot of like herbal tea that's not like really caffeinated. And my dad has more energy than anyone I've ever met in my life. And he has one cup of coffee in the morning and that's it. And I don't understand it. Like if you met the man and didn't know anything about him, you'd be convinced he was like a cocaine addict. Cause he he's taking his like, B12s. I, it, he, whatever he's doing, it's working. And for me, I like, I can't even be bothered to have a thought before I have at least, you know, a cup and a half of like straight concentrate cold brew that would probably like knock a Victorian child out for a week, if not kill it. Don't talk to me before my coffee. Am I right, Keller? But right, first, Molly? coffee. But first. What is that dumb LA place? Isn't that their slogan? I'm, I hate that. Albert? It's, uh, Alfred? Alfred, uh, yes. Alfred. Albert. <laughs> I was thinking of all birds, Garrett's favorite shoes. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I heard that. you love those. He does. Uh, I know. I do recycled, sustainable, a great-looking shoe. <laughs> you know, Garrett's a Garrett's big tech, so you know he's got. They gotta... look like Roche runs. <laughs> they do look like Roche runs. <laughs> Sorry. No, did you ever I have a more... pair of Roche runs, Garrett? I feel like no. you might have had a pair of those. No way. I, I, did. I, I did. I I did have a pair of Allbirds, but this was, I have to admit, I was SF pilled. I was living in San Francisco and I bought a pair and it was Mm. funny. I wore them in San Francisco and then I moved back to the East Coast and I I never wore them again. Um, And that was like four or five years ago now. We actually had a sheep, bro. We had a 
we had a ceremony at the house in Savannah. I alley-ooped him up to him and he slam dunked him into the goddamn trash can. I really did throw them away, actually. I didn't, I don't think I, I should have donated them because they were like lightly used, but. Oh, they'll make uh, their way back. They always come back. It's like the, uh, the fucking like one ring in Lord of the Rings. It always finds a way to come back. It, it wants to be found. Now I have the, uh, the New York Allbirds, which are just uh, like insane Sol- Solomon uh, shoes. Oh, geez. But so it goes. Okay. I know we, before we, are nearing, before oh, we yes. hey, 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 I'm, I'm talking here uh, for you New York guys. Um, before we wrap, I want to ask you, Molly, um, why do men dress so terribly? Um, I don't want to speak for the men in your life necessarily because I don't necessarily like I see your roommate David on social media and and he looks shout out David shout out David uh, my newest my newest man crush yeah he should be smiling and laughing Um, David seems to put together a nice uh, fit you know he looks put together but also comfortable we're talking Uh, about how you dress well (laughs) he said oh lovely hell yeah but uh, why do men dress so badly? I don't think men dress badly. Like, well, you're wrong, like, like but go you ahead. Said, like you said, I do. I'm very blessed to have a lot of very well-dressed men in my life. Um, my roommate, my boyfriends, my stepdad has amazing style. Um, you know, my brother is like learning how he likes to dress, which is interesting. He's 25 and he, you know lives in Kipps Bay, which is sort of like where all the bros live. But, you know, he loves his like nice jeans from Bloomingdale's. Like my mom will take him shopping and get him like a nice pair of jeans and like a couple nice t-shirts. And I think, I think it looks good on him. It's like, as long, I think as long as you're confident in what you're wearing, like you look good. Like I, I think that's literally the key to dressing well is like, Put on something you're comfortable in, something you like, and like, who the fuck cares what anybody else thinks? You look, you look amazing if you think so. That's gen- and I'm not even just saying that. I feel like I sound kind of corny and like a like you a do, wooden sign okay. you'd buy at Home Goods when I say shit like that, but it's true. Like, just put on your fucking favorite pair of pants and get the hell out of your house. Like, what are you doing? Don't worry, you look amazing. You slay Just pray, just pray you don't run into me. <laughs> pray you don't run into Keller. He will flame you. But I'll have just that. like the dark black aura around him. I won't Keller even have literally to... wears all black and is like men dress like shit. <laughs> <laughs> like Keller, like okay, bro, like shut the hell up. You just came for my entire personal brand. Oh, what? Were you a fashion designer? You are all black. I'm retired <laughs> now. Retired. That is that is a perfect place to end it. Molly, thank you so much for coming on. It's been a pleasure. Uh, Boys, enjoy your cut and color. I will definitely enjoy all all like post pics and tag you guys. Beautiful. When is this coming out? Uh, Who knows? Whenever I get around to editing it. <laughs> okay, maybe, and that's fine. And that's on maybe you. To that's the, fine. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. My my girlfriend's still at the infrared sauna, so I got I got some some time. Oh, to he's go. got time. Jealous. I'm jealous too. Yeah, she she uh she used the class pass. She won class pass. She wins everything, as you are like hearing. But uh, she's like needs to play the lottery. She does. She doesn't play the lottery. Good for her. I know. Great for her. All right. Well, shout out your social meds, and we'll get out of here. 
All right. You can follow me on Instagram. I don't even know. What's my Instagram? It's Molly or Molly dot. What the hell? Molly dot Ray dot Y. R-A-E for Ray. And then the zine is at Glitterliner Zine on Instagram. And my Twitter is at Yellen Molly. Twitter's really where the gold is. So I suggest that first. Hell yeah. All right. All right. Bye, guys. This is so fun. Bye. Bye.